Shit, I'm never like you know it's but you pack it with the automatics. We gon' set them to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey. Woo! <laughs> All right, chapter two, living large. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Pablo Picasso. You know who Pablo Picasso is? 20 years old. Do you know who he is? He's an artist. Okay. What is he known for? Like crazy, stupid drawings. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Listen to this. 150 famous paintings. 20,000 art pieces. His work has sold for over $100 million. He's one of the greatest, most influential artists of all times. This is what he said. I love his quote. Check this out. Our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon which we must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. That's coming from Pablo Picasso. Now, here's a question for you. How do you know when you see somebody that that guy, that guy's going to achieve their goals? Because, I mean, there's very few people that we can see that can actually, you can say that. Yeah, I feel like the the people that um, that you see if they if they're gonna achieve their goals, those are the guys that that don't give a fuck what you think about or what you think of them. I think they're uh, they're confident in themselves and they they know uh, they know what they got, so they're not too concerned about what you think. Mm-hmm. And you look at a guy like Picasso. I mean, that guy was full of confidence. So you gotta have well, I mean, full. Like, look at his drawings. Look at his look at his artwork. I mean, you can kind of tell it's. It's stuff that he, he's not too concerned what other people think. That's just his image and, and what he puts on the, on the canvas. Now, I just watched some of our listeners are going to Google uh, Pablo Picasso. I'm sure there's a few pieces that stand out, as you and I both know. But And look at some of his work and his most notable pieces and say, like, this guy was, he was out there. But he didn't care. He was confident. Exactly. He believed he deserved success. His first art exhibit was when he was 19 years old. He put on something when he was 19. He had the balls to say, hey, listen, the world's going to love my work. Check this out. Okay, so I've got my, uh, one of my things is number two is physical appearance gives clues. Yeah, I mean, whenever you're looking good, uh, that's a sign of discipline. That's a sign of hard work. Uh, that's a sign of self-love. Yeah, I agree. You take a look at it as, as somebody who stays in shape. I mean, they don't have to be jacked or anything but you could have a guy who jogs a lot there's one guy who's jogging down the street here in costa rica older man he had his uh like top of the line jogging gear um good calves good physique he had a good pace he looked at us and he says buenos dias right which means good morning here in costa rica but like like this guy this guy is gonna run like friggin a marathon tonight today yeah guaranteed like he had confidence even my gym teacher even my old gym teacher exuding confidence who's that yeah uh my old gym teacher mr dean i mean he's a he's a not the most jacked guy not it doesn't you don't need a crazy crazy physique he's just fit he's he's like 70 years old maybe and he just looks good and he knows he looks good and he 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 exudes confidence all the time okay Um, he doesn't have the best body he's in shape but here's the thing i saw this guy and the way he shook my hand, it was a firm handshake. It looked like he believed in himself. The guy is lean, okay? So he's disciplined with food. He's disciplined with his routine. He's got high standards for himself. A guy like that, you look at and you say, of course he's going to be a winner. Of course he's going to get his goals. 
But he, res- he respects himself. Yeah. Okay, so number three. What else did we have? Well, you got to look at their daily routine. I mean, it's hard to look at their daily routine. But uh, you can kind of tell with someone like the guy you saw on, on the side of the road jogging. Like, you know what their daily routine is. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit because uh, I think that's probably the foundation for um, this episode. Okay, and let's go to number four is you look at uh, their friends. Right, yeah, you, you take know, a look you at- know, you can tell who by who someone surrounds themselves with, um, what kind of confidence, what kind of goals they have in mind. And what's the old saying? You show me your five friends and we'll tell you how far you're going in life. Okay, I mean, I believe I believe that to a great extent. How about you? Yeah, I, I can I can see that as well. Um, even my friends, even even the way I try to choose my friends or uh, um, or find new friends, it's always it's always based on getting better, uh, and that's 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 the truth. Yeah, I won't spend much time um, associating with somebody who's not driven to do big things. I need no, that energy around me. Fun. I just need that energy around me. Otherwise, it's like, well, what are we going to talk about? The Toronto Maple Leafs? Like, I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. I care about ideas. I want to know how, like, I want to know that they're big thinkers. Yeah. And, and big I want to do things with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to do something with them. All right. So when we talk about big goals, when we talk about living large, it all starts with the foundation. The foundation is your daily habits. So there's a saying, you don't decide your success. Your habits do. And Vince Lombardi said, everyone's got the will to win, but not everyone has the uh, will to prepare to win. So we came up with this kind of like a a daily dozen, the uh, top 12 things that you need to do over the course of a day to move towards your goals, whatever they may be. And if you can nail these 12, I mean, it could be 10, it could be 14, it could be six. But if you nail your top 12 here, as we came up with, chances are you're going to move. So anyone listening, Get it a pen, get it a piece of paper, write some of these down because I personally believe these are going to change your life. Okay, so what do we come up with? What's our list? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm going to say my, I'm going to talk about my most uh, important ones to me. Um, and I think starting number one for me, the most important is, is exercise. Uh, that's my, that's number one on my daily dozen list beside, because uh, that, that brings me happiness, that brings me confidence. Um, and that gets my day going. So a daily dozen, uh, number one habit for me is, is exercising. Okay. And part of it physiologically is the moment you start moving around, you've got more energy. Have you ever had a situation where you're lying down in bed and I mean, it happens to me, even though I do get up all the time, like I get up early with a, a jump in my step, but you lie down, you're kind of like, I could lie down all day. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> no, I swear, especially with younger guys uh, and especially like, I mean, I see it a lot. I'm, I'm, I have a, the way I work out is really, really vigorous. You know, like I got three hour practices and then an hour in the weight room and then cardio, all that shit. So um, sometimes I'm laying in bed and I'm like, man, I don't want to do this extra work. And it's actually a feeling. It's just like, I'm not going to do it. There's no way I'm doing it. And then you just kind of get forced to do it. Either you feel guilty or someone's motivating you to do it and you go out and you finish the workout and you love it. Like when you're done, it's the best feeling ever. And you're like, man, I could not feel this if I didn't just, I could have just stayed in bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But there's something about doing that workout. I mean, listen, I know our workouts. We've brought people into the dungeon to train with us 
And in <laughs> within 15, 20 minutes, they're on the grass puking their guts out. And then you've got, yeah. uh, you got my wife asking them to clean it with a hose, right? We've seen that. Our workouts are freaking brutal. All right. Yeah, they're, but, they're a little bit more extreme than, than the average one, but re- regardless. But here's the thing. Don't you feel good afterwards? You feel like a champion. You, you feel like you deserve success. Yeah, you feel like you won a, uh, won a championship every single, every single time you finish one. There's no, there's no time where I'm like, I don't feel good. I mean, sometimes I feel better than others. Like, for instance, if I'm laying down on the bed, but like every time I finish a workout, I'm like, okay, I did something. Now let's, now let's go. Let's do more. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's number one. I'm going to come up with mine, okay? So I've got one here, and it's mindset. Okay, so it's reading something positive, uh, listening to something positive. The more you put positive in your mind, the better off you're, uh, you are. Because I'll tell you right now, the reality right now is everyone over the last little bit has been focused on the presidential debate. Everyone's been focused on COVID. Okay, to the point they're uh, per- paralyzed by fear and the unknown. Okay, the fact is, I don't care which president gets elected or got elected. The bottom line is, I still have to live my life. doesn't matter who's in power. I'm going to kick ass regardless. Okay, but yeah. so many people are fixated on the news and what's happening later on and what's happening in the world. It's like, get on with your life. And sometimes you got to shut off the negative and you got to just inundate yourself with positive stuff. So you listen yeah. to the podcast, listen to good books, uh, good messages. So for me, mindset huge every day you want to start with something positive going into your mind and just shut out the negative that's my number that's my number one they're all they're all interconnected i mean like just real quick like your mindset mindset instead of worrying about the coronavirus too much or the the political debate you can be working on yourself through exercise you know you can be finding ways to to work out if there's no gym Mm -hmm. notice the uh, positive mindset notice our yeah, you notice our government's not talking about staying fit and developing a healthy immune system. Wonder about <laughs> no, that one. Seriously. Okay, um, give me another one. Another one that, that I think is really important that um, I'm, I think you found out that it's really important. <laughs> I know well. what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. It's drinking water. Like drinking it's, it seems so dumb. And I mean, um, one of my best friends, Tanner, uh, he noticed that drinking water too, like for his business actually is one of the biggest things. It's one of the biggest helpers. If you're drinking water on a consistent basis, at least 10 to 12 cups per day, I drink more. Uh, sometimes I forget, but when I, I notice a huge difference, you know, like there's a jump to my step. You look better in the weight room. Uh, you're full of energy. Uh, you're not getting cramped up, no headaches. For me, those are the benefits. For other people, you'll notice that, you know, you're just, you're full of energy. Uh, when you're an athlete, it's super important. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to add in a couple things about water. Uh, so what I've noticed too is the moment you drink 10 to 12 glasses of water, you drink less coffee, which is a diuretic. You drink, drink less pop or alcohol or whatever, which means you're not gaining those extra calories. So you feel better that way. You also um, have a situation where you're, Joints don't hurt as much because of that hydration, all right? Uh, water is huge. I mean, your body's 70% water anyway. So, yeah, totally agree. Get your 10 to 12 in as a one of those daily dozen. Okay, you ready for mine? Yeah, let me get another one. What, you want to come up with that one or what? Do you want me to do? Yeah, I want you to give me one. Okay. Um, one of mine is make one key connection. 
Okay, so what that means is it's in today's day and age, it's not what you know, it's who you know sometimes. Okay, so making so that true. key connection. I'll give an example. There's a guy who was on the plane to Costa Rica with us, an older guy. You wouldn't think much of him. Okay, so I made it a point to say hi to him. Hey, how's it going, man? Good to meet you. What's your name? This is Chris. Chris, okay, and Chris Rudge. I found a Chris Rudge, this old dude that's going to Costa Rica, um, was the chairman or the, like the vice president of the Toronto Argos football team. He helped run a big component of the Vancouver Olympics. I mean, this guy is a major player in the sports world. I had no idea. But may, by making that connection, he lives probably, I'm going to say, 10 minutes from my place here in Costa Rica. Okay, what an amazing connection. The guy's a world travel. He can put me in contact with so many people, all because I said hi to the old guy on the plane. Yeah, that's huge. I think it's one of my most important on that list as well is just constantly making connections because the person who's better connected is going to be better off than the person who's more talented because they put enough hard work in to get connected with others and they reap the benefits. Oh, and sometimes what happens is it's, it's not necessarily the connection you made, but the connection that that person has that might link it back to you. Exactly. And they're going to want to help you out because they, they like you. You know, it's simple as that. I can't stress how important this is in the athletics world, in the business world, just in, in normal day uh, time, like, like what you said on the airplane. That's, it's so important, making connections. It could be so small and just so impactful. Well, here's the thing. This is coming from a former school teacher with two degrees. Okay. What did I say to you with regards to going to university? Like, do I really give a shit about your marks? No, you know, every, that's why I'm not worried about my marks. And that's why I do better. It's because you asked me, do you, did you learn something? Any, any class. And I say, yeah, I did learn something. And, and number two, is, and number two ahead. is what are the connections that you make? Yeah, make connections. Exactly. Exactly. Especially in university, when you go and you branch off and do a bigger or uh, more concentrated uh, program, right? You, you can easily develop those connections. Um, I'm going to go on with another one from the Daily Dozen that you guys really need to uh, have importance with is, is having one key conversation a day. All right. Talk to me about it. So one key conversation a day um, for me and what I think the listeners should, should uh, think about is have a conversation with a loved one. Mm. Have a conversation with someone who you can have a connection with. It kind of goes hand in hand with yours. But in, in my opinion, more importantly, have one key conversation with a family member, a loved one, a relative, a friend, because you need to keep those friends in mind. You know, those are the people that uh, you can enjoy with once you've reached your goals. Those are people that you can reach your goals with. Um, have meaningful conversations. Like when, when I say one key conversation, it's a meaningful conversation. It's, no, it's not bullshit. You're not talking about um, the, the NBA draft or the, uh, the NBA trades. No, you're having a key conversation about ideas, about um, making things happen. Uh, I know, for instance, I, I talk to my coach probably twice a week, three times a week. And we're always discussing ideas, moves, different moves that we can make. Um, and those are so important because it inspires you and, um, you know, you achieve your goals a lot quicker like that. All right. I'm going to add to it. Okay. And this is for all the dudes out there, especially guys that are, uh, I'm going to say 20 to 29. All right. 
that key conversation every single day, every single day for an hour, I walk the beach and I talk with my wife. And we are not only on the same page, not only the same paragraph, we're on the same word. Okay, that's how well connected we are. That relationship has to stay gold because the moment that sours, listen, 50% of most relationships, well, 50% of all relationships end up in divorce. Mm-hmm. You want to fuck up your life? Get into a relationship where you don't talk to somebody over time. And I'll tell you, you're, you just, it's, it's the biggest game killer you can uh, go through financially, emotionally. So key conversations. One a day, at least. Agreed. Okay, what I've got on my list here is one critical task done. Okay, so let me explain. There's so many people who make a list of things they've got to do. So it's, okay, I'm going I'm to change the light bulb. I'm going to uh, go and buy some stuff uh, for my modem. And I'm going to change the oil on my car. And I'm going to paint the bathroom. And they say, man, I got a lot done. But none of that means anything. All right, but if you get the one critical task, the thing that's going to move you forward, done as early as possible, then the rest of the day is golden. Okay, so you got you to determine what that critical task is, the thing that's the most meaningful. Because if you didn't get everything else on the list done, at least you got the critical task, whatever yeah. that may be. And I think uh, those critical tasks for me personally, and I think for a lot of people, should be within those 21 strong uh, five daily things you're doing, you know, like exercise for me is a critical goal that you're getting done. Mm-hmm. Business stuff is something that is pretty critical that you need to get done. It could be something else, but I think it falls into place with what we've been talking about. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Give me um, one. Yeah. One thing that's really important for, uh, anyone who's listening to this podcast, it means you're probably wanting to do something with your life and you're probably getting in the gym. You probably have a pretty strenuous work schedule Um, so one of the most important things is go to bed on time, get proper sleep because Mm -hmm. you need to recover. one of the most important things that people forget after building their body or after exercising so much is that recovery is just as important. And I hate recovery. I hate it. I don't like stretching. I don't really like sleeping. I want to do shit. Um, I don't like I don't like mobility workouts. No, you need to do it though. It's a huge part of it. And one of the most important parts of recovery is actually sleeping. What do do you think about that? Uh, Big time. Uh, So there's something called a circadian rhythm. Your body likes a certain pattern. Okay. The more it stays within that pattern, the better off you are. Okay. That's why season changes fuck people up. They they just do. People end up getting sick, that kind of stuff. Uh, An hour change when they have daylight savings time, an hour change statistically has been proven to mess people up okay so that's one hour the changes um you know twice a year can mess somebody up if you go on a flight and you've got jet uh, lag for every hour that you were behind or ahead it takes a week or something like that i've heard to readjust okay um maybe not a week it's probably a day okay for every hour it takes a day um bottom line is you should be going to bed at a regular time Always, always. So definitely, uh, whether it's Monday night or Friday night or Saturday, if your regular bedtime is 11 p.m., stick with it. And then, like I said, six, seven, eight hours, depending on who you are. For older people, it might be a little bit less, maybe five hours. A younger person is a bit more. Um, you 
you want to wake up at a regular time as well. Stick with that circadian rhythm that your body loves. 100%. I totally agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Okay, I've got to come up with one, right? All right. Remember that time when I told you um, about the blue Jeep? Yep. Okay. What was the story about the blue Jeep? Uh, it's, it's complicated. I mean, it's complicated. It's talking about like, it basically deals with like manifestation. Okay. So I, um, I would say to you, they, don't take a look at the blue Jeeps on the road. How many blue Jeeps did we end up seeing on the road? <laughs> it's a bunch. <laughs> they were everywhere. Everyone yeah. had a blue Jeep. It, you know, and then the, the, for the entire week, I'd be looking around. Everybody seemed to have a blue Jeep. Yeah, and then you just call it out like, oh, look, blue Jeep. Oh, look, another blue Jeep. And we've just seen them everywhere. Right. Now, here's the thing, okay? It's a manifestation because what happens is, and here's where I'm going with this, is you want to review your goals, okay? So you got to build your why. And when you review your goal every day, like, for example, my goal is to do this, and you have a reminder of that, you start looking for opportunities that feed the goal. Yep. Because it's on your mind, just as you had the, the blue Jeep on your mind. Okay, so what's going to get me closer to my goal? This conversation, boom, you're just, you're aware, you're more aware. And the more aware you are, the more these opportunities manifest themselves. Yeah, exactly. Especially if it's a certain goal that you have in mind, you know? You know um, the old saying about luck? Uh, oh, this person was just lucky? No, 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 no man. That's when opportunity... That's when opportunity meets preparedness. And so many people don't know how to look for opportunity. And they're not prepared. So then the average person will say, well, that guy was lucky. Bullshit. No, I, I agree. So I agree so much with that, man. Like, I, I like to say I'm a pretty lucky dude. I'm a pretty lucky dude. And, and that's not luck. It's when, it's, it's when you're, you're working hard and you finally get opportunities and you just snatch them. You know, just like that. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Okay, give me one. Um, I think I think one thing for me that's really important uh, that that falls into kind of interconnects with uh, one key connection, one key conversation. But I'm gonna give it its own uh, its own title. It's it's helping someone, um, and it can be really meaningful. It can be something pretty simple, uh, but helping someone makes you feel better. It gives you confidence. Uh, but more importantly, it, it, it establishes that you have someone there for you uh, in the future. So what I mean by that is it could be you helping your, your, your daughter or your son with a homework assignment. It could be helping your sister with a homework assignment. It could be something way more serious where someone's going through a really, really, really depressing, dark time. Uh, someone, someone in their family may have been lost. Uh, maybe they're going through some real challenges. And you're there to help them, whether it's uh, doing it physically, having a conversation with them. I think helping someone is, is really beneficial and it makes you feel like a, a full a full person. Like you're actually you actually care for someone, you know, that that connection with someone is, is really important. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm going to tell you a bit of a story about uh, my days of teaching. I remember so many teachers would uh, be stressed on Sunday because they had to go to work on Monday. I mean, teachers like their jobs. Don't get me wrong. Teachers like their jobs, but there's some aspects that are a little bit difficult. Um, but how many people do you see who say this? I can't wait for the weekend or fucking hate Monday. Okay. So here we are. You're saying you can't wait to have five days go away. 
so you can enjoy two days. How pathetic is that? Mm-hmm. So um, even as a school teacher, I remember on Monday, I'm like, oh, man, it's another day here. Let's go. Let's go. Right. And uh, I mean, I liked my job, but there's a point in time where everything changed when I said this. I said, OK, today the goal is I'm going to impact just like you're saying, I'm going to impact one person in a positive way. I'm going to make somebody's day today. I have no idea who that person's going to be. But when the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to make it happen. Definitely. So here we are Monday. I'm looking around for opportunity, right? Boom. Opportunity happens, right? Tuesday, another opportunity happens. By the end of the week, you're like, this was an incredible week. I did this for this many people because I was looking for opportunities. All of a sudden, my teaching satisfaction level went from like a six out of 10 to a nine or 10 out of 10 every single day. I loved my job because right. I was looking for those opportunities to make an, a meaningful impact. So anybody out there stuck with a dead-end job, trust me, go to work. You've got eight hours to impact somebody. It might be a smile. It might be a, hey, how's it going or whatever. You can change somebody's life with that, um, with that mode of um, that mindset. Something simple. Big time. Okay, uh, I've got on my list, learn something new every day. Okay, so you want to sharpen your skills. You want to move ahead, you want to sharpen your skills. So for me right now, a big thing is actually learning Spanish. I'm in a country that speaks Spanish, okay? I want the edge. I want to be able to communicate with people. So every day for 30 minutes, I'm learning a new language. Every single day, I'm learning like different ways to uh, uh, connect on social media or from a tech standpoint stuff, you know, become more web savvy. All right. Every day I'm learning something new, a new relaxation technique, whatever it may be. All right. You want to advance your game. You cannot stay stagnant. Every single day you should be learning something new. Yeah, exactly. You want to be more impactful. Uh, You want to be, you want to be more special. You want to be more of a Swiss army knife uh, kind of person. You, you learn something new every day because you're just so much more impactful to the world, to a business, to, to friends, to family, you know, Mm-hmm. Like if we ever traveled somewhere um, in a Spanish-speaking country, I'm sure that I mean I am pretty good at Spanish, so I like knowing Spanish after learning something new. It's a lot more beneficial having that. You're gonna have that as well, you know. Like it's just little stuff like that. Um, and I think I'm I'm gonna say my next one on my list. It's it's kind of it's really important. It's gratitude. Okay. Um, and it's 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 being thankful. Uh, for the things that you're able to do. Uh, it's putting things into perspective. Having that perspective is really important. Um, you know, every day is a good day. Like you wake up, that you should show gratitude for waking up. You know, like you're able to go to a gym, you should be pretty thankful. Um, you're able to have a floor to do a workout on. You know, like you can do a workout outside, you can go to the park, uh, wherever it is. Like, you should feel gratitude. You should feel thankful. You know, like you, a lot of people are struggling out there. A lot of people uh, may not have what you have. You know, there's a lot of people with some disabilities. There's some people who, who don't have what you have. Um, and you should just feel real thankful that you're able to do these things. I mean, is there anything you, you would say or add to that? Yeah. Well, here I am in this, uh, in Costa Rica. Okay. So you hear these people bitching and complaining in Canada, the United States about their, their lot in life. Okay. So here I am walking the dogs, 
uh, through this community. And we've got some wealthy houses in Costa Rica, like you're talking about mansions. They look unbelievable. Uh, we're in a nice neighborhood. And then um, just down the street, you can see inside the person's house. There's no windows. Okay. And the person's sweeping a dirt floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, the door is wide open. There's a goat going into the house. There's a pig right next door to the house. All right. The kids are playing in a puddle of water and in the stream. And I'm like, and they're happy. And they're happy. And they wave to us and we wave to them. And it's like they're, they're unbelievably happy, but they're, it looks like they're living in poverty. Uh, well, right? And I'm looking at myself, I, I, well, here I am coming in, they are living because they're like 25% unemployment here right now because of freaking COVID. Um, and then I come home into my house, okay, and I'm looking around, going, man, I am, I have got gratitude, holy smokes, what can I do for these people? Yeah. Because yeah. boy, do I have it good, right? It's just, like you said, it's uh, just perspective change, having gratitude for what you do have. Yeah. And like I said, I, I really like to um, talk about how these are interconnected, you know, like gratitude um, is really important when it comes to helping someone or having that one key conversation with someone. Because although those one key conversations can benefit you, a lot of people can benefit from from uh, from you, you know, like you have mm-hmm. a conversation with someone who's struggling, you have a conversation with one of those kids or you give one of those kids an opportunity by showing gratitude and, you know, you made their day, maybe their life. Right. So just showing gratitude overall is really important. Be thankful for what you got because guaranteed you got got a little bit more than the, the other person. Yeah, totally. OK, the last one in the daily dozen that I'm surprised it's not first because everyone does it is um, your food. Your food is fuel. You eat shit. You're going to feel like shit. OK, you take a Ferrari a high performance vehicle and you put regular gas in it, you're going to fuck up the vehicle. Yep. Okay. So your body is your temple. You feed it properly and you're going to perform a lot better. Okay. So I'm talking about good quality nutrients, eating every three to five hours. If that's the technique you want to have, you want to have some good fuel. If you're doing the intermittent fasting, um, you want to have some good meals during the opportunities that you are eating. All right. But getting proper fuel in your body Sticking it with uh, routine, knowing what you're going to eat the night before so you don't have to uh, buy something fast and convenient. Okay, knowing your food plan, putting it on the fridge. I mean, food is fuel. Okay, so that's part of the daily dose. It's one of the hardest things. It's one of the hardest ones to follow because not a lot of people have the nutrition in order. It's tough. You know, like a lot of excuses can be made when it comes to food, but um, I can speak for that majorly. It's like if you... If you get your food in order, you'll notice big changes in, in the way you move and the way you're able to exercise and the way you're able to function. All right. Now, having said that, you take a look at a guy like um, when he was alive, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant had a very, very simple, basic diet of the same types of foods every day. George uh, St. Pierre said, my diet is boring. It's plain. Okay. They eat the same foods, same healthy foods all the time. It's repetitive. That's what champions do. So anyone who says, well, I'm bored. I get bored. I need to eat stuff. You know what? It's not the food that's uh, boring. It's you. You don't know how to entertain yourself. So what ends up happening is you entertain yourself through food. There's nothing more pathetic than that. Now, is there a place for that? Sure there is. 
you know how I am every Saturday, right? It's like a free-for-all. You look at uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson will have his fabulous cheat meals. But other than that, he's on a regular routine. Yeah, right? as his long as you have it balanced out well enough. If you have, like, I mean, in our book, you have, you have the 80-20 rule, right? As long as you have your nutrition balanced out, uh, you can definitely enjoy what food has to offer. And you can even enjoy it when you're eating healthy, too, or when you're, when you're eating properly. Yeah, I agree. Well, there you have it. There's the daily dozen for the most part. You hit those 12, and chances are, I mean, you're going to form some unbelievable habits. And like we said here in this podcast, um, it's your habits to decide your future. Okay, you want to live large, go with the basic fundamentals, and that's what you do on a daily basis consistently over time. Okay, so the chief cause of failure is broken focus. Stay focused, daily routine. Yep. If you're if you're not uh if you're not establishing these things, these daily dozen things, at least a few of them as habits, as daily habits, uh, and you don't quit on them, you're gonna notice a lot of success. Uh, and you're gonna be able to uh to do some big things through those. Yeah, all right. Let's leave it at that. Great talking to you again, and uh we'll catch everyone on the next podcast. All right, sounds good. Take it easy. <laughs>